0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the KISS Dog Training Dog Podcast. Today Mike's talking about reactivity, my dog's okay, is your dog okay, and laser pointers as dog toys. Stay tuned.
1: Hey guys, it's Mike with Kiss Dog Training. We are back to talk dog training. Um, Some tips and tricks. Um, We're going to look at things from a different direction today. Um, In most cases, if we're going to talk dogs on leashes and we're going to talk about reactivity, we're going to cover it from the aspect of what can I do to keep my dog under control, paying attention to me or redirectable back to me. And that is awesome. That is what I spend an awful lot of my time as a dog trainer helping people with is that reactivity. Um, But let's say that we've gotten some modicum of control over our dogs and they pay attention and they're redirectable. And now the question becomes, how can I help the other people in the world that I meet on a walk with their dog? How can I make it easier on them? So we're gonna look at it from a different side, maybe the other side of the coin. Um, I think it's the most important thing to remember. If you are, if you have a reactive dog and you see another dog on a walk, the last thing we want to do is allow that dog to practice the bad behavior you're so desperately trying to get rid of. So we will add distance of in between my dog and the new dog that I just encountered, because the further away I can stay, the better chance I have of my dog not overreacting and becoming reactive. Now, what if you've gone through all this process and your dog is not reactive anymore, but you encounter lots of dogs on walks? Now, what can you do to help them? Again, add distance. But before you add distance, there has to be a couple of things that you're you're dealing with. And that would be, are you aware and are you present on a walk? Um, Are do you have your phone plastered to your ear and not paying attention? Do you have AirPods in listening to the latest podcast? Um, Are you not paying attention to your environment? This is how you're going to end up either sneaking up on a dog or a dog sneaking up on you and it shocking you. And if that's the case, we got to start there. We got to start with being aware and being present. The idea is I wanna be able to see another dog approaching me from at least a block away because then I have all sorts of options. Um, If I see a dog from a block away, I can turn around and walk the other direction. Um, If I see a dog from another block away, I can simply cross the street and add distance between the two of us as we're trying to um, pass each other. I don't wanna try to walk right by another dog on the sidewalk. I'm gonna give them space and give them the, um, the idea of choice. Okay. Um, I don't have to overreact because that dog's moving away from me. And so I can cross the street. And then once that person you know, kind of passes me, I can come back to the sidewalk and continue my walk. I could do something as simple as walking up into a driveway and putting my dog in a cystic and doing a watch me to where the dog is looking at me and not the dog who's passing us. And the minute the dog passes us, I can release the dog, give him a treat, and we can continue on our merry way. But the entire idea is how can I add some distance to make it easier on the other person? Um, We can also look at things like um, one of my favorite tricks is using a car as a blind. So if I see a parked car, I might very well just walk over to the other side of the car and put my dog in a sit stay and have him watch me. And now the other dog can't see us because we're behind the car. And they walk right on by and then we come out from behind the car and we continue the walk. But I think it's it's important, you know, in the world that we live in today where it's all about no offense, me, 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 is that once we have me figured out, once you have found that great book on dog, you know, behavior, once you have worked with an awesome dog trainer and once you see results, you got to think about how to pay it forward. How can I help that other person who's struggling with their dog? Well, the simple answer is, you know, don't put pressure on them and their dog. Add distance. Go behind a car. Move up into a driveway. Do something to make it easier on that person. Because I will guarantee you, if you think back, if you have worked with your dog and gotten good leash skills, there were people who did this for you. And I just don't think we think about it enough of how we can help other people. And the other aspect would be lots of times people will think the best way to help somebody is to walk right up to them and go, hey, I got this great dog trainer that can help you, or I read this book or article or whatever. Well, the problem is you are coming in hot and heavy straight at the person with dog, okay? And that's going to make their dog nervous. And if we you know think back to Psych 101, if a dog is nervous, they have three choices, freeze, flight, and fight. And if you've got the dog on a leash and you're on a walk, freezing flight or taking off the table, can't freeze, you've already seen me, I can't run because I'm on this damn leash. So a lot of times that's where the reactivity comes from. We have to have distance to make the dog feel comfortable. So if you add distance, that's fantastic. You're going to help. It will be way more help than trying to tell them about your dog trainer or your book or whatever, whatever helped you, okay? Now, if this is a person you know, pack walks are great. You can kind of work on it. If you're working with a trainer and their dog, they're going to help you along with it. But there's going to be all sorts of times where even if I have my dogs and I'm working with another person, if I see that person struggling, I say, you go ahead and move a couple of driveways ahead of us. I'm going to back up a couple of driveways. Let's add a little bit of distance and let's see if we can get the dogs calmed down again. I'm not going to try to move the dogs closer. This is all about giving the gift of space. Okay. Okay. And until we are aware, and until we are paying attention to our surroundings, we really don't know how to do this, okay? Um, so it's a different way to look at the situation, but I think it's a situation where, number one, if you're doing it, you're practicing stays, you're practicing releases, you're practicing redirection, you're practicing all the things you need to continue making your dog better and better, but you're giving the space to help that person with their dog, okay? Um stick around. I'm going to be doing another podcast today on um, the idea of laser pointers and dogs. And um, it's, 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 it's a wild, crazy kind of um, um, topic that we'll get into about the do's and don'ts. Okay. But this is Mike with Kiss Dog Training. Hang around and we will talk to you later.
0: If you love the topics you've been listening to, remember, Mike has written tons of books on dog training and all are available on amazon.com. Just search the name Mike Deeth D E A T H E. They are available in audiobooks, ebooks and in print. Keep It Simple Stupid Dog Training, KISS Dog Training for short, has been helping owners understand their dogs since 2010. We specialize in complex cases such as reactivity, aggression, anxiety, and fear. We offer in-home sessions in and around the Kansas City metro and virtual consulting for those outside that area. We are the dog trainers that focus on training owners, not dogs, emphasizing rewarding what you want and redirecting destructive behaviors into good ones. You can call us at 913-269-7595 or email at info at kissdogtraining.com for more information and help. coming back now and he's going to talk about some of the problems with using a laser pointer as a dog toy. Here's Mike.
1: Hi guys, we're back. It's Mike with Kiss Dog Training and more tips and tricks with dogs and dog training. Um, Today's going to be a little bit of a weird topic. Um, I got a request from um, one of our Facebook pages uh, to talk about laser pointers. Um, Now, anybody who's got a cat has probably played with a laser pointer at one point or another. You put it on the ground, the cat chases it around, everything is wonderful and great in the world. Um, In the 15 years that I have done this, laser pointers are one of the worst toys you can possibly play with with a dog. And I think the reason is they don't know how to turn it off. So if you get the laser pointer out and you start playing on the ground, it becomes a chase game. the dogs become so fixated on this red light that when you turn off the light, they can't turn it off in their brain. And, you know, some dogs will spend the next 20 minutes looking for that red dot. Okay. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, there's no way I could actually use the term obsessive compulsive disorder with a dog in this situation and be, Uh, what's the best way of putting this. I am not trying to make a diagnosis here, but I'm going to use that OCD kind of term to help you understand if you're playing with a laser pointer, you're kind of playing with fire. Um, If we get to a point where the dog can't turn it off, then the dog is in a constant state of overstimulation or agitation, which makes their behavior kind of fall apart. And if they're around other animals or kids or small, you know, small critters, Um, It kind of, I guess a different way of looking at it is I think that the laser pointer um, is a release of prey drive and prey drive is totally different than reactivity and harder to turn off. So um, even if you have been able to do it with certain dogs uh, over 15 years, I have seen it create way more problems than it has ever created um, benefits. Um, In fact, I've seen it even get so bad that people who have used laser pointers, Um, dogs will start chasing um, light coming through a window. Or if light, like let's say, runs through a glass of water, it'll create a prism on the ground. And that becomes what the dog turns around and chases. And now you've got a dog who's sitting at the window waiting for something to pop up on the floor. Um, in, In a sense, it becomes something that I've seen some dogs have to be medicated. OK, so this is going to be a really quick, fast, furious video, but something that I would not recommend doing with a dog. I would much rather do a training session, hand feeding session, work on stays, take the dog for a walk, uh, play, go find it, come here, do retrieving exercises. Um, but I guess a good way to kind of end this conversation would be always keep your training in the mindset of how do I keep it under control? For me, that laser pointer takes training and puts it at 11 instead of 10. And now because it is, you know, overstimulated and past threshold, we now have to either correct or try to calm down the dog. So why would we want to get them so revved up that they can't handle it? So any of your training kind of methods, keep the dog calm, keep the dog under control, keep the dog, I guess in a sense, I want you to constantly be thinking about the words frustration tolerance and impulse control. And if what you're doing is taking the dog past their impulse control or past their frustration tolerance as part of your training protocol, what are you really teaching your dog? Okay. Um, And I, of course, am looking at this from a pet dog perspective. I'm not talking about working dogs. I'm not talking about you know, um, guard dogs. I'm not talking about, well, I'm talking about everyday household pets. Okay. So, um, it's a weird topic. I'm sure it'll have questions. Um, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, kissdogtraining.com. My email is mike at kissdogtraining.com. Um, you, anything you can, if you've got questions, fire away. Okay. And we'll get more specific on a one-on-one basis, but, If you want a professional's opinion, I would stay away from laser pointers as a way to exercise dogs, okay? Keep sending those topics so that we can talk about what you want to talk about versus what I want to talk about. Come back later and we'll talk more dog training tips.